seen one too many. Now, Sid, don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos for creative. Who is that? Tell me your name, I'll tell you mine. All right, welcome everybody here in the audience and at home listening at home. Welcome to the... Hello, 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 oh, everyone. Wow. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Zach, with your co-host, Macias Ash, and Scribe of Satan on a warm spring night. It's pretty nice outside. We have yeah, the windows day. up. And uh, I had quite the weekend, and I should really say we had quite the weekend, we did, Scribe of Satan, because we? we went to Furry Weekend Atlanta, didn't we? Yes, we yiffing did. And we had a great time. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, I got to see, we both got to see a furry dance-off that lasted, I shit you not, three hours. Yeah. There was a lot of a popping and locking and all butt positive sniffing. feedback from the judges every single time they went up, which I found very encouraging. It was nice because yeah, they were all stars. <laughs> they were actually all stars. They did very well. And then we saw a furry improv show at some point, which was actually kind of fun. We did see furry improv, and that was actually great. I enjoyed myself. And then probably my favorite part was getting to sneak into the, I say sneak into, getting into the 18 We paid money so plus, that we could have the right to. Yeah, the 18-plus vendor room. Yes. So we could see all the various... Different dildo designs? Yes. Any animal you want. All modeled after animal dick. Which mm, is great. Dinosaur penis. So appealing. My favorite was the uh, dildo that was supposed to be a horse, but it was double double dildo. So it was, it was double. So it was called the double Remus. That's so much. Ew. Double Remus. Double Remus, and it was about <laughs> like two Coke cans in diameter. Nope. Both ways, and you could see the fucking veins. Ooh. And it looked like they got wow. two different penises that were probably equal. One was a little bit longer. We're really the- going for the horny this episode, huh? Yeah, but as a parting gift, I didn't leave with one of those. Okay. I left with. A very large hotel bar tab that, that is true. I don't really want to discuss in a painting of a triceratops having sex with a raptor. Uh, it is very, it's honestly beautiful. It, it is, is actually interesting. Yeah. Thing. They are obviously in love in that picture. Mm-hmm. We might post it on Instagram and we might tag the artist. We and will take a poll. That will get taken down. You really? That'll, that's not going to stay okay, on well, Instagram. We should try it anyway. We did see a video of a woman giving birth yeah. last week. Oh, that is true. That I've seen that Amber part. Rose's poster pussy on there once. Oh. Yes. Not taken down, but it was there. For, I screenshotted it. Mm. Nice. Man. So now you have it yeah. just for your own viewing. Mm-hmm. Love her. We could do it on Twitter. Twitter's the Wild West. Well, maybe we'll do that. Twitter's but the Wild West. If you want to see some tame <laughs> pictures of our weekend, you can go on the Instagram right now. We might put some out later this week. Uh, but Scarba Satan, thanks for joining me. or Thanks for letting me join you. What do, we, what do I miss from the weekend? Nothing much. That was really the highlight of my weekend. I immediately got crazy sick afterwards. So what? I think I got really? like, yeah, I got, I got like, you kinda, like a funnel cake or something. Like, like kind of cold, oh, stuffy right now. So I think I might have like a kennel cough, whatever. Oh, <laughs> I got, yeah, I like I got too close to one of the puppies. There. Are you actually kennel sick? Cough. Yeah, I am actually sick. Okay. Well, uh, how are you doing tonight, Macias? I am doing so great tonight. I had a wonderful weekend. I don't remember what I did. How <laughs> wonderful was it? It was the greatest. On Friday, I went to go see A Quiet Place. How was it? How was it? Was was it? it was how was really, it? really, really good. Like was as a it? horror movie, I don't think it's horror. I think it's more like thriller thriller but okay. it was a really well-made movie and um it was pretty scary because a lot of the movie is silent and there's not a lot of talking but when there is sound it's like really jarring god that's so scary i can't see that in theaters yeah. i cannot nope what That'd no it's fun. too scary you're fine you're i don't think fine. i'd be able to see it in theaters because i'd be so pissed off because it's so quiet you'd hear everything yeah, yeah. Like, i was Crinkles. like you cannot possibly buy popcorn for that movie yeah or nachos definitely nothing can't even nachos who are you can't talk about nachos. seeing that in my sometimes. my local north the cab mall theater you yeah. just fucking Oh, away. yeah. That is the Wild West. Yeah. And then uh, I went to our friend's barbershop opening at Tiger's Eye Barbershop. Yeah, you should uh, 
Check out their website, tigerseyebarbershop.com. Mm-hmm. They're located in King Plow Art Center, right next to Terminal West. Fun place to hang out. Mm-hmm. Play Nintendo and shit. Well, hearing yeah. your voice, uh, what are we calling you and how are you doing this week, Ash? Vengeance, Ash. Hell yeah. That sounded pretty good. That's good. This is a spiteful episode. Yeah. Say. It is. It is a very so long ven- and spiteful movie. Vengeful ass. That's so long. Yeah, I forgot how long yeah, it was. Two hours and 22 minutes. They I'm sorry they about that, guys. Cut, mm, 30, 40 minutes out of that? There's a longer version, actually. We'll talk oh, about no. it later. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, tonight, as you can imagine, we're blood crazed on edge, and we're making an extrajudicial episode. Starting with the 2010 South Korean horror revenge movie, I Saw the Devil, which uh, I'm excited to talk about because I hadn't seen it before. And it was just as action-filled as you said initially. Yeah, definitely. I I did not think I was going to be watching something that was kind of jam-packed like that. Mm. Yeah. It was almost like a, I don't know if you guys felt like a, a Korean version of like Taken. John Wick. John Wick. Yeah. Yeah. It, was John Wick. Very, it was very John Wick. Yeah. John Wick. I was thinking Taken, but I haven't It was like John Wick John if John Wick, Wick was like you a little bit John more Wick? fucked up. Yeah. We don't need to get into that. Whoa. I need Whoa. to. Yeah, get your life. The blood is fantastic in John Wick. Yeah, you got to see that. One and two. Oh my God. I watch it just for Keanu's like actual stunts that he did. Oh He's yeah. See, he trained really hard for that movie. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. a nice yeah. guy. But we'll also be festering tonight in the terrible story of Robert Hansen, mm. a man that dealt his own messed up version of trying to take vengeance on a series of people uh, in a series of events that would make him the worst serial killer in Alaskan history. Is Ooh, that one of the Hansen brothers? A piece of no, shit. No, he's just a, he's a real big jerk. Okay. Yeah. And like we'll, one of the Hansen brothers. Maybe. And if you've been holding up some frustration this week, maybe uh, still internalizing some part of your childhood failures or rejections or yeah. maybe going to sleep with bitterness in your heart mm-hmm. or, you know, think, think something on your mind. I just want to do a little uh, horny whore hour collective exercise. Oh. Everyone take one breath in. Usually we take our clothes off for these. Let it out. <sighs> now take a sip of beer. Water, please. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, so now all that frustration, pettiness, anything that's bothering you, anything you can't control, just let it out. He's <laughs> <laughs> actually spitting that out nice. Because while revenge may initially be sweet, it's a dish that should never be served, cold or hot, recent or in past. So just not? Because the past is only for demons, zombies, and bad Wishmaster movies. And devil. Ooh. So let's just uh, have a good time for this episode. No anxiety zone going on here. Nope. After a long, uh, hungover weekend. <laughs> And uh, let's get in the quadrant of inquiries. <laughs> let's get into Hell it. Yeah, let's let's do it. I think you have a victim tonight, don't you? Yes, the victim tonight is Macias. Woo, is that right? Woo. Yeah. Uh, this question was submitted by 420 beers on the wall. Oh, okay. Um, I think it's 420, but go ahead. Well, it's type, they typed it out. So that's how. Oh, 420. <laughs> they typed out 420. That's so long. That's how they wanted to be referred to. So that's a lot of beer. Okay. So, so their question is, uh, in relation to this movie, how the serial killer had a day job as a school bus driver, mm-hmm. he used that method to get access to his victims and also blend in with society. Uh, what would your day job be that allowed you to blend in, but also gave you access to some new fresh meat? That is a splendid question. Thank bartender. you. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Everyone's getting fucking wasted. And everyone wants to sleep with the bartender. Yes, yes. Is that right? Is that actually? Oh, yes. Very oh, accurate. Yeah. accurate. Very accurate. Guy or girl. Because they're matter. untouchable and because it's like the one person with, it's like the one against the all. Does yeah. that make sense? Yes. It, yeah, when you're drunk, 
and you're at a bar. And I they mean, control everything. They, they're, yeah. the, they're the key master that yes. controls, you know, yeah. your, your good time happiness mm-hmm. So there's factor. some, like, sub-dom, master-slave kind of yeah, thing going yeah. on. Yeah, and if you're, like, slightly cute and cool, um, like I me. think, yeah, so, yeah, you'd get laid. I mean, you get people to come home with you. It'd be like, yeah, meet me outside, whatever, cool. So Even if you're not, you get cuter by the end of the night. That's, That's very true. true. But what about people uh, knowing that they were at your bar and you take all these home people home and all of a sudden you're the main suspect in a series of like murders? They're fucking wasted. I don't know what they do when they when they leave the bar. Also, That's if she's true. closing up shop, she hypothetically could be the last person there, so no yeah. one would know. Exactly. Oh, okay. That's a mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if there were cameras, I could be like, meet me somewhere. Sure, go take Real? a lift. So I'll you, meet you there. Are you going to yeah. do this naturally to people? Or are you going to go and are you talking like date rape situations where you're like making people get drunk for a certain reason because you don't like them? Or what are you thinking there? Just, you know, whoever's drunk and follows you home? I'm thinking people that give me a little bit of an attitude at the bar. Oh, yeah. yeah. As a, like, as a bartender, know, yeah. Some sorostitutes and they're like, hey, guys, you made me a Cosmo. You made me a Cosmo. I'd be like, well, I'm. Yeah, sure. You know, and you treat them like shit a little bit because some women mm, like that. They do. See. Let's be Called honest. Peacocking. Yeah. Wait, what <laughs> yes. is peacocking? I'm just joking. You is wear a, a you wear a weird hat or something. The game. Yeah. I don't know. It's stupid. You be a little bit of a dick to them, um, and then you God, just so hot. just take them home, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they never just wake up, and you sell their organs on the black market. Perfect. Neg so them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Feed the meat to the dogs. That's or just wonderful. eat it if that's your thing. Yeah, well, I don't know if I could that eat it. That happened in the movie. That did happen in the movie. That was, that was, that was a like nice that. surprise. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh shit, we got cannibals. Yeah, I forgot oh, how nice. many different, there's a lot of different serial killers with different MOs in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. tracking down the different people to get to the main guy. That was and yeah. really fun. The people he had. It's a lot of fun. Like, who's this, what's this person's thing? What's this yeah. guy about? Yeah. So let's just jump in right into the movie. So first things first, let's talk about this film and what it's about because we're not doing the trailer. So no, because it no would trailer. not help you because it's in Korean and it's just so much. Yeah. yeah. So the the basis of this film is that the main character who Papa is Daddy. Excuse me. <laughs> the main character, Papa Daddy. <laughs> Papa Daddy, yes, Papa Daddy, <laughs> is a Korean spy or policeman. It doesn't really. He's an agent. He's an agent of some kind. Mm-hmm. He's like a Jack Bauer type. Yeah. Uh, his wife is murdered by a serial killer, mm-hmm. and this movie uh, takes or follows him as he takes revenge against this man in a, in a game of cat chase, and cat and mouse, where he is catching and releasing him and enjoying oh, yeah. torturing this man who, which I will say, tortured keep, his wife. He keeps releasing the dude, and the dude keeps causing mayhem upon yeah. other people. Killing other people. So yes. it's like, yo, dog. Like let's, I understand. Let's Bring it in. Yeah. I don't think that would have worked Wrap out very well. Wrap it up, well. buddy. The first time, I'm like, okay, yeah. And then after the hospital scene, I'm like, money. all right. She had yeah, to suck his money. dick. Well, he gave him. Yeah, she did. Yeah. yeah she he had to suck his dick. Yeah. Dick but then, uh, okay. You know that was nasty. You think, yes. If you had to noodle. suck that evil oh. man's dick, do you think that cutting his Achilles fucking tendon, wouldn't that feel good afterwards, though? Yeah. Yeah. There's no way he would have been walking around as yeah, good I don't understand he how he walked after like, the, getting that cut. You can't walk he limped when around. you... It, you yeah, can't. but you, like, you fucking fall when somebody slits your Achilles tendon. That's like, it's a movie. That connects your muscle to your foot. Like, that, there's his, nothing... We have, his tendons would have rolled up. Yeah, he would have been in excruciating pain. Different diets over here. Just going to say. Different diets? I don't know what that means. They They heal faster. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, that so, Korean so maybe his Korean. Oh, it's yeah. better for them. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. So maybe if we switch blood. over, we'll have super regenerative powers. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, but I'm not necessarily saying also the other. Also, super regenerative, super regenerative, super 
healing powers. Yeah. This man got healed so many times. Like, he should have died the first time. Yeah. Against that rock? Done. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't have a brain anymore. Yeah. Even the the cannibal, I was like, oh, he's fucking dead. Oh, yeah. He no. got fucked. Psych. He's not dead. A yeah. cannibal is fucked. Like, getting Watching your head that smashed? Shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, your, your brain is swelling. You're dead. Oh, my yeah. God. When he ripped up his jaw, too. Mm. But can you oh, give him a permanent that smile? sexy. But you can sexy. conclude it for us as far as, like, so he's chasing this predator. Yeah, well, keep releasing I, them. Do we want to? Do we want to have spoilers for people who haven't seen it, or do we? Do we uh, care? We spoil well, the we fuck spoil out all of the everything. No, this is true. So eventually, yeah. he catches up to the man. Catch and release. Catch and release. Torture and let go because he just doesn't want to stop torturing this man because he wants that revenge, but he doesn't want the revenge to be over because it is all he has left after uh, his hey. wife is gone, which is so sad. It's like a pretty yeah good little yeah. combination there. Because like he's fucked up, but you also understand it and you can empathize. Yeah, but th- by the end of the movie, there's a. I mean. The movie title is I Saw the Devil, but by the end, murdering the murderer of his wife, getting that revenge in front of the murderer's family. Yeah, that was harsh. Yeah, that was harsh. You you, kind of think the title, I Saw the Devil, which one of the characters at the end is it referring to? I thought that too. I was was wondering that the whole time. Yeah. I got like a very seven vibe from it. Makes you think. Yeah. But Oh, yeah. I'm going to turn himself in too. More brutal than seven because in seven it's not in front of his fucking family. Yeah. That's just wild. I don't know. God, now all I can think about is taking. What's in the box? I have a special (laughs) set of skills. Now that we've talked about the plot, let's dive into the characters a little bit more and and more about the behind the scenes of this film. Yeah. So I'm mainly going to focus this week about the two main characters. Um, There are, of course, a bunch of different uh, actors and actresses in this film, but because they are Korean actors and actresses bringing up their past movies and things like that, it's not going to be relevant to us. Uh, So let's first talk about our main character. We have our agent who is seeking vengeance. Uh, His name is Kim Soo-yeon. He is hot. He is yeah. hot. Oh I was my like, god! god damn. The, 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 I was mentioning this in the chat. The, the, the sharp, the sharp sideburns. Yeah. Those are good. I like yeah. his build too. Yeah, mm-hmm. he had a good build. Mm. You don't really see his body that much because he's no, got that I poofy wish. jacket. Yeah, but he works it. He, yeah, he, he does. He looks fit as fuck. He does look fit he as fuck. Give me a Josh Hartnett vibe. With yeah, his I face. can see that. Yeah, I can see the that. Eyes. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Very soft. So that beautiful man is played by Byung Hun Lee. I think he did such a good job in this role, showing such a wide range of emotions so yeah. well and believably. Mm-hmm. He did the very sad at the beginning and throughout the film, mm-hmm. it, but also like the anger, like the that silent oh, yeah. fury he mm-hmm. had when he first saw him when he was like molesting that schoolgirl right. in yeah. the, the shed. Oh my God, like the little eye twitch he had. Oh yeah. I felt that. He was I, mad. That was good. And also, I was so pumped too, like, yes, kick his fucking ass. The choreography that he had to do was probably insane as well. Yes, yeah. that you is know? true. There's several different like fight scenes where there's a definitely yeah. a lot of cool choreography they that mean, had to like, go in. Park parkour? There's some like, parkour, parkour shit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I said it right. Parquet. Not Parquet. parquet. <laughs> is it French? <laughs> I always say parquet. Parquet parkour. Like a parfait? Like parquet. Oh, I think it's a na- a brand of a parquet butter. courts. A Spanish okay. a Spanish park? A parquet? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he also plays a similar role as a mobster in *The Bittersweet Life*. He's kind of uh, typecast in a few different films, kind of as this tough mobster guy. Uh, but in *A Bittersweet Life*, uh, that movie is directed by Ji Woon Kim, the same director from this movie. Oh, okay, cool. uh, it's another great movie with lots of actions, another another plot of revenge. Uh, but more recently in his career, he worked on the American movie *The Magnificent Seven. I've seen oh. that, which I have not seen. The is remake, it yeah, it's a re- well, the, the, it's a often original movie that was an actual western a long time ago, and they remade it 
Um, and I've heard it's like not as good, but pretty good. Yeah, I'm not crazy into Western, so I didn't check it out. But pretty how cool. did he do in that movie? How was his role? He played completely uh, honest, Billy Rocks. I don't remember who Billy Rocks was. Okay. He's probably the Korean man in the Western. Sometimes if you blend in really well, you shouldn't be noticed, and that's your job. So okay. Maybe that was it. Right. Mm-hmm. Fair. Sure. I don't know. Uh, so you didn't really, you were just. I've seen it. I don't remember it. It was just on. Okay. Fair. <laughs> Now that we've covered the hero, so let's talk about the villain turned victim by end of this movie, Kyung Chul, who's played by one of my favorite actors, Minsik Choi. Um, this is the first movie where I saw him play the role of a villain, and I was honestly shocked how convincing he was. Yeah, he was. Yes. Good. I was going to say, has he ever been like a good guy in another movie? Because I can't see him doing anything but being a villain. Yeah, he was a great villain. That's crazy, because m- me and Zach are, the first movie that I saw, it was the movie that Zach showed me, Old Boy, which yeah. is one of my favorite movies, and my favorite movie that he did, where he plays like this very pitiable character, like super sad and like trying to, it's another vengeance film, but like he's been wronged and... It's weird to see him on the other side of the coin. It was weird for me to see him on the other side of the coin, but also to do it so well. Yes, I, he was he fantastic. Was yeah, he was a fucking dick. And like through the whole movie, never like I never saw that other character he did. It was very convincing and he does yeah. it so well. Um, he also plays a serial killer in Sympathy for Lady Vengeance. Um, that is also part of the Changwook Park's Revenge trilogy. So okay. it's uh, Sympathy for, I believe, Mr. Revenge. Old Boy and then Sympathy for Lady Vengeance is the three-part revenge trilogy. That's cool. He's in two of those, which is, those movies are awesome. So he's a well-known Korean actor. He does a lot of different roles. He did a boxing movie. There's one where he's like a lawyer, uh, a lot of legal films. Uh, But in his most recent American debut, he was in Lucy with Scarlett Johansson. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) The one where she like turns into like a badass or whatever because she gets this drug in her. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. It was a weird movie. That movie is weird. And he's like, the bad guy in the, or uh, like yeah. one of them like yeah. he's one of the suppliers for that drug uh-huh. that's cool it's, it's wild seeing I him like what that. is this man doing i didn't want i didn't really care for the movie but i was like yeah, i'll see this because he is in in it. yeah exactly he's a minor character yeah that's and of course cool. like i went to see it with my dad i'm like that guy's awesome yeah <laughs> i do want to touch on two more of the director's other films because they are very interesting i mean he has a few and i talked about a few of them here but there are a few that are i think of note um, one of them being A Tale of Two Sisters, which is another great horror. It's definitely um, more traditional horror and not action in a sense. It's more mm-hmm. of like a, a creepy horror mystery in a sense where th- scary things are happening, but you're trying to piece together like what's real, what's not sure. real, mm-hmm. where is this coming from? Uh, but the other movie that I wanted to mention that Jiwon directed is uh, he had an American debut, which is a well-known action. Well, not well-known, but it is an action movie with some pretty big names in it. Does anyone know? No. Deplorables? No. It is the action comedy The Last Stand with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Johnny Knoxville. Did Whoa, not. Wow. Did you guys see that movie? No. no. I have not seen it, I have not seen it either, but it is such an Weird. odd thing looking at his like career and seeing the like horror what he did and before. drama and things like that and then coming and doing this movie. The Last Stand. We got you, buddy. Yeah. It's, it's a very crisis? odd. Midlife Crisis? I don't know. What's that? Midlife Crisis? Maybe. I mean, it's a, I mean, it's a debut. It did. Yeah, I don't know. Something. I don't know. Weird. I guess some people like it. But it's got Johnny Knoxville. Uh, just the thing. Like, if he did an American debut and it was, like, a bunch of no names, I'm like, ah, it's kind of a flop. But he, Johnny Knoxville he got some. He got some names on it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I thought that was pretty neat. That's weird. So, talk about the, the movie, a qu- some trivia, some behind the scenes. Okay. Um, so, actually, this movie had two different cuts. Um, the I believe the one that we watched is the international cut. I'll explain that in a second. But okay. the Korea Media Rating Board... Forced them to recut the film uh, because of the violent content. Like it was not enough. No, <laughs> no, I think they Add might have some a- more blood, dude. Yeah. You, you think seeing it that there was maybe throwing some more in there, but yeah. they 
did not like how much there was, and they had Ooh. to cut it down. So we saw the edited version? I think that we saw the international version, which is the unedited. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I don't think that was Without well the edits edited. in Korea for the original Korean release, they would have not, uh, they would have given it a rating that prevented it from being released in theaters or home video. Damn. Wow. Yeah. So they were like, you better trim the shit. We're not putting it anywhere. You better cut it or tick it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the Korean cut did away with a lot of sequences that were graphically unnecessary, the director thought. But actually, the Korean cut runs longer than the international oh. wouldn't. No, thank you. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. So they took away awful. graphic stuff, but they added, they tried to even it out with more plots. Plot. Nah. Which is like, plot. Yeah, Sorry. there's a lot of plot there's already. I don't know how much more you want. Yeah. You try to make it Ooh. into a fucking TV show or yeah, something. Exactly. Yeah, what is this, Teen Wolf? I'm pretty sure the one that we saw, I believe all of us watched it on Hulu. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. The, the, the one that we saw on Hulu, I believe is the international one. Uh, the So the way to tell the difference between the two films mm-hmm. is that at the end of the movie, um, the hero is walking away listening to the villain dying. And there's some sad music playing and he hears him die and then starts crying because obviously he's still alone and sad. Um, But the Korean cut focuses more on the music, but the international one actually has the audio of him crying. And that is the cut that is on Hulu. Mm -hmm. So we watched the international one that has the more violence, but also is not longer than two hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. 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 Another interesting fact is that they were talking with... Indian producers about a possible Indian Bollywood? remake. Yeah, Bollywood oh, remake. Jeez, that sounds fun. That would yeah. be awesome. So they were discussing it, but the negotiations failed. Like they couldn't like figure <gasps> out pricing things that like that. Been oh, so no. cool. But here's the thing: the negotiations failed, but they just fucking did it anyways. Of course they <gasps> did. And there is a Bollywood film called The Villain, which is out. The they villain. just did oh it. Oh my god, <laughs> I have to watch Man. it. It's got a 57% audience score and has not been rated by Rotten Tomatoes. But okay. hmm. Is there a, a music dance sequence? I Probably. do not know. With lots of blood. I Probably will say, do another crossover to yesterday, or yesterday's episode. Last week's episode, uh, Misery also had an Indian remake that came out. What? Really? Yeah, what was it called? It wasn't called Misery, but it was called something. Okay. I bet it was. <laughs> I bet it fucking was. That's crazy, though, that like... Yeah. They were like negotiating, like, all right, uh, let's talk prices. And they're like, oh, this isn't working out. And then a few years it's later. like, fuck off. We're going to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, like, right. They just yeah. did it. Like, oh, sorry, this didn't work out. And then a few years later, you just see the trailer for it. Like, yeah. fuck, man. Oh, all this right. This is great. Um, something else interesting that I saw is that there was originally some other working titles that are. One is terrible. And that is they're originally going to go with the night of the subtropical zones. What, what the fuck? The fuck? That sounds so fucking that doesn't make stupid sense. to me. I don't even know what kind of movie that I would expect that to be. Yeah, the other movie is named it. The Hunter, which makes more sense. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I saw The Devil is just a strong, the strong name. Though. I think I saw The Devil is good. Yeah, but not the Subtropical Zones. I think The Zones? Hunter would probably be yeah, better. I like that it's one. It may fit better, but I saw The Devil just hits me. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that pretty much wraps everything up, but I want to talk about taglines. Yay! Yay! Yeah, right. We've got a few here. We've got four, and they vary. Uh, the first one being evil lives inside. Okay. okay. All right. That's, that's applicable. That's, yeah. that's the middle of the road. Uh, there's one that they, they put in for the Scandinavian release that is abandon all compassion, which is not bad. That's fitting. That's fine. Any punctuation there? Period at the end. Oh. Huh. Uh, pray for revenge, but it's P-R-E-Y. That's okay, kind of yeah. clever, cool. I guess. That's pretty. Yeah, that's clever. if you think about it, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's a thinker. Uh, and then just a really corny one to catch a monster, he must become one. I very, mean, that's accurate. Accurate. it's accurate, but still, it's a little, they're all a little 
little basic. Bleah. Little basic. Nothing too punishing, but. What was it? Did you get a Rotten Tomatoes score? Yes, I did. Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes score, it got a 80% critic rating and a 86% user rating. Hmm. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's which I think is pretty good. pretty good. Yeah, definitely. definitely. So that pretty much wraps up all the behind the scenes and plot characters things with the movie. So I believe, Zach, you're going to talk to us more about a real life situation that relates to this. Yeah, we're going to get into something a little bit weird right now. A little cold and a little Arctic. All right. Because tonight we're talking about a guy that Ash and I actually thought we had done multiple times and we had to check our list of people that we've covered before because we thought it was so familiar. And this monster is unlike our protagonist and I saw the devil, but they do share one common theme. They were both driven by vengeance. Ooh! So we're looking at revenge for most of this episode. We're looking at two different sides of revenge. One, to most of us, seems semi-justified depending on your view of vigilante justice in the movie with our main character. The other is a guy that's known as the Alaskan serial killer or Bob the Baker. I don't make that up. He was a baker. Bob the Baker. And he murdered 17, potentially more than 30 young women in the Alaska area. And we're talking about the 70s and the 80s. In this specific segment, we're going to look at his misguided foundational motivations that would later lead to his grisly crimes. So with that said... We're talking about Robert Hansen today. And Robert Christian Hansen was born in 1939, Esterville, Iowa, to his Danish immigrant parents, Christian and Edna. They were strict disciplinarians with the capital S on the strict. And from the get-go, Robert had a pretty bad childhood. He was left-handed. They want him to be (laughs) right-handed, and they forced him to do that. So this is kind of like a small story to show how his parents... That's so odd. They weren't awful, but they just weren't very helpful either as far as a developing child. Well, I don't even know what they were saying, but we're talking about the 1930s. No mine's going to be left-handed. Basically, <laughs> which is very odd. And around this time, probably no help of his parents, he developed a stuttering problem. Oh, God. Uh, stuttering Stanley. And for anyone that's had a, a speech impediment as a child, I had a it's small rough. one. It doesn't help very much as far as being in a classroom with people, especially probably back then. So aside from being a child, Robert was also a baker. But not in like the cute, as a child, easy mm-hmm. bake way. More like in the backbreaking, getting paid thirty-five cents to a dollar per oh day of work of eight hours to bake in his dad's bakery shop. Poor kid. So once Robert hit middle school, the plot really thickened when he developed a really, really bad acne. Aww. And the acne would scar his face for the rest of his life as it's an adult. Because he picked it. Uh, it's I, hard not to. Especially yeah. back then when there wasn't weren't any, you know, PSAs about, you know, yeah. don't pick that shit. So add to the acne, to the stuttering, to the fact that his parents were poor, and you created a really shitty adolescent experience. And Robert was made fun and humiliated and Robert was made fun of and humiliated routinely, and he was unable to date. And even though he Aww. was unable to date and get involved uh, in his social circles, he was very involved in school. He was in chorus, pep club, typing club, which I don't even know what typing club would be back in the like 1950s. 1950s? Basketball, and okay. even lettered in long distance track and oh, long jump. Well, good for oh. him. So I can kind of feel for him. I used to run long distance. Active, yeah. Uh, and despite all this involvement, Robert would constantly remember throughout his life the ridicule he'd receive in high school and middle school oh. and let that fester. And drive him crazy throughout his life. If you Uh-oh. guys see like this motivation we're starting to Here we go. right yeah, now, we're getting the backstory. Yeah, and what might be the perfect summary of his high school career? They, <laughs> this is great. They misspelled his name in the yearbook, which is only significant because of his class size, which was thirty-one. 
Oh, no shit. Just like insult 31 to kids and they couldn't even get his name. And I can tell you from researching him a little bit, I know they misspelled Hanson because there's like S-O-N, S-E-N, S-A-N. What do you want to do? Yeah. But Robert grew up at 18, joined the Army Reserves, and had his first sexual experience in a hotel room with a prostitute that he'd paid. Hell yeah. Which is a, I don't know, it's a pretty bad first experience. It's yeah. a fascination I mean, yeah, a one. and a fantasy that would continue throughout his life. And while in the Army and serving a bunch of different roles, because he was a very smart individual, he also would work at his father's bakery, which is nice. Still. And at 21, <laughs> married his first wife. Hmm. Okay, there we go. In the same, the same prostitute year, he became a volunteer firefighter. I like that. And did the one thing go. you shouldn't do as a firefighter. What do you both think? Because you guys have researched. What is the one thing you don't want to do as a fucking firefighter? You don't want to start a fire. Ooh, almost immediately he set fire to his <laughs> old high school's bus garage. That was a joke. I didn't On think purpose? that was. Yes, and was caught and served 20 months for arson. Oh, my God. Oh my God. And the he same. He just tried to generate work. Basically. Well, in the same year, his, his first wife was like, uh, no, I married a baker and an army reserveman, not an arsonist. And she left and divorced him. But don't worry. Yikes. Not even three years later, Robert married again. And three months? Three yeah. years. Oh, three years. Okay, I was about to say. Yeah. Way to go, Robert. So him and his new wife uh, moved to Alaska. Why? Yeah, and he became a big hunter outdoorsman. And we have proof of this because in the early 1970s, he actually entered animals, uh, trophy animals, into uh, one of the larger databases that's still open. It's a Pope and Young's Trophy Hunting World Record book that's still a thing. He really got Art. away from it. How did he get out? Is that planes? Did he just... How did they get out there? Alaska? Yeah. 1950s, 60s? Yeah, they had planes. Okay. Yeah, You can drive course. to Alaska, can't you? It was the that 50s. Too. That was after World War II. Okay. Yeah, yeah, We're we, good. We got this. We dropped atomic bombs at that point. That is true. We could yeah. fly. Robert couldn't fight his urge to kill for very long because the uh -oh. carnage started on when July 7th, 1973... When Megan Emmerich, the first of many, would go missing in the Alaska area. And as more girls went missing, the 38-year-old is arrested for stealing a chainsaw, which is a weird thing. That to is just, an odd. And he coincidentally was locked up for one year. And while this was happening, a lot of the missing girls' reports start, stopped happening. Hmm. And when he got back out, more girls started to go missing again. But the first body found of Elkalukta Annie, who was found in a gravel pit and was formerly linked to Hansen, but was never identified. That's like a John uh, Jane Doe situation oh, still. Bro. From here, more girls go missing, but we will get back to the grisly details after we get back into another question that's related to the movie. So hold your horses. This bakery story is definitely not over. <laughs> it's hardly become. Oh, hold on. And let's, uh, let's get over to uh, Macias for, I think, a question. Okay, guys, so I have a hypothetical question for you going along with the movie. So let's say I suffer this tremendous loss. Tremendous loss being it was a Friday night. I went to go get something from my car while I was at my favorite bar, Milton Arms Tavern. And while I was going to get something from my car, somebody set a bomb off in the building. All my friends are inside oh and they're God. dead. And Ooh. I am fucking pissed. And I've got to get this motherfucker. Yeah. But I have a kind of weak stomach. I don't really know how to go about this. So I'm kind of looking for some help here. I'd like some oh. ideas. Okay. I'm in the market for an agency. A tortured agency. Yeah. I need somebody to help execute my we'll take care of this plan for, for revenge. Yeah. And you don't want to go to the U.S. Uh, private prison system because they do a pretty good job of that themselves. Ooh. Right. Yeah. That's exactly. Point. So you want to get something independent. Yes. That's fair. <laughs> I started contracted out. I like that. Support local businesses. Yeah. yeah. I will spare no expense here. 
Okay. Oh, man. Okay. Well, so yeah. I'd like to hear each of your sales pitches for That's why fine. I should hire you. Awesome. Well, who do you want first? Um, I think that you should go first, Saucy. I am here representing my business named Miss Fortune. Miss okay. Fortune? Miss Fortune. Now, I know Ooh. it's a lead character, so ignore that. But Miss Fortune can take care of whatever torturing needs you like under her specific circumstances. So here's what happens. You give us a name. Mm-hmm. You give us any facts you have about them. And what we're go- going to do is we're going to take them off your hands. You don't have to worry about it. We won't tell you where. So that way, if the cops catch us. Oh, perfect. Yeah. You don't know anything. Okay. That's perfect. We have we have a location that we will take them to. And that's when we will chain them up and we will let Miss Fortune take care of them. So Miss Fortune is the oh, torturer. I just actually got it was Miss Fortune shit. Yeah. It's good, right? Man, that was long, <laughs> long, long joke for me. <laughs> Yeah, it's a long con. Here we go. So, our business, Miss Fortune, run by Miss Fortune. I get it now. Yes, she is the torturer, and it might be me. We'll not. We'll. I won't just divulge that information. Yeah, some Kaiser Sose shit. Yeah, it's actually (laughs) me the whole time. So, what is happening is they're they're chained up, and what we have is a daily torture roulette wheel. Oh, oh, awesome. So they're chained up to a wall or a chair. Or we've got different kind of fun themed rooms that we have. <laughs> but every day we, we come out mm-hmm. and we spin the Wheel of Misfortune. Mm-hmm. And we take the wheel. It's a big uh, Wheel of Fortune type thing. Yeah. And w- showing There's all the different one, I'm fun. Sure. Yeah. All yeah. the different fun kind of torturing events. So what is it going to be today? Is it going to be bamboo Shoots up the fingernails. Shoots up the fingernails. Are we going to be taking a fingernail? Mm. Are we going to be taking maybe a little graft to skin? Or maybe you're going to get that free space and have a day off. Or is there a space that's like automatically killed? Oh, there there is a death space. There is automatic death space. But you want to say with torture like that, the death space would be really small because you would want to be killed Mm -hmm. at that point. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So maybe during the beginning, is again, I have a few different plans a few brochures i can show you where we can either make it a really tough one day thing we could mm-hmm. drag this out all the same price but it's just different spices and flavors we have okay so at the beginning what we're going to have is a very large death space of course on the wheel a big uh, fragment of that that wheel and they're going to want to hate that they're going to avoid that no 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 please just take a finger whatever don't don't kill me but as the days and weeks and months go on that little that little, that little wedge is going to wedge is going to shrink up. Yeah. And they're oh. going to wish it didn't cuz wow. The the smaller that gets, the more fun and interesting Ooh. the other choices get. Other choices we have. And the more real estate that opens up for new choices, new exactly. opportunities to come aboard. So essentially we're leaving the torture and an ultimate death and demise of this perpetrator who hurt you so badly. We're leaving their fate up to fortune or rather Misfortune. Wow. Oh. Okay. That was fantastic. I like that. That's I, good I, pitch. I do like that. That was that. really I good. I, I, I took me like half of it to get there was misfortune. Okay. I know. It's so multi-layered. It's pretty clever. I a little behind the curve myself, but I enjoyed it. All right. I'd like to hear uh, Vengeance Ash's pitch now. You are Vengeance Ash, so you should have a good vengeful plan. Well, I'm going to be honest. Didn't have much time to think this one through, so I am going by a suit of my pants right now. Nothing wrong with that. Um... My company is called Vlad's Timber. Vlad's Timber. So you think it's like a wood, like Chuck sort of wood company, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But really, that's just to keep the people. feds and, you know, people off our back. Smart. What we would do is take this 
horrible human being and uh, we'd chain him up in a room for a couple days, not feed him, just let him get really hungry. Mm -hmm. Then we would prepare a gorgeous dinner, lay it all out with Ooh. wines and like mm -hmm. big, beautiful table setting. Steak, turkey. Yes. Oh man. The and smell of fresh broccoli. We would be sitting <laughs> oh, okay. at the table enjoying the food okay. mm -hmm. while this horrible human would be at the, the, the in seat, like the guest of honor seat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they wouldn't be sitting in a chair. We would hoist them on a piece of timber. Oh. Like channeling, channeling my inner Vlad the Impaler right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. Oh. So he would be hoisted on a spiked timber through his asshole. Oh, my God. God. And he would have to sit there and watch us eat this food. And slowly go down the timber pole. Oh my god! Oh man, but if I'm thinking you're 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 following in Vlad Impaler tactics, you'd you'd only slightly pierce him initially, mm -hmm. and the gravity of his body would be oh. the would be the factor that slowly let him oh down. Oh my god! Oh, I love that part of that. Yeah. Damn. <gasps> Every day we'd make beautiful table spreads and eat in front of him until he eventually died. Ugh. Probably take. I think it takes about three days. Holy shit! That's a long ride. You need to that enjoy it. a long ride. The food. You can still enjoy the food. Mm. You know? Yeah. Zaxby's catering show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Maybe throw a chicken nugget up at him. Why not? We're, we're, See if he can we're, catch it in his we're mouth. We're a simple company. You know? Family values. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's... What do you do with the wood afterwards? Keep it traditional. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. That's fun. Okay. Zach, let's hear yours. Well, um, while my other two members are more talking about torture, I like to take a dual approach. Okay. I, I want oh. you, the torture person and pleasure. that is seeking the revenge, torture and pleasure for sure. I want you to enjoy yourself okay. while you're watching this. Perfect. Um, so you have to jack off. It is part of the contract <laughs> you have to sign. It's called uh, Zach's Isolated Bathhouse Arena. Okay. Um, and like uh, basically, you, as a purveyor of the person that wants to get someone um, uh, royally uh, messed up, you get to sit in a bath that's your whatever temperature you want. A nice, cool. a nice little hot tub with a big screen in front of you. Ooh. Bubbles, mm -hmm. service, bubbles, chocolate, Sounds wine. Sounds relaxing. Yeah, like a spa day. And it is spa day because half of it's a spa, half of it is just a bunch of cells mm -hmm. with uh, with these really lukewarm bathtubs in them. So we bring in your person, whoever did what to you. We put them in a maybe like a three foot by four foot circular. A little uh, bathtub, mm -hmm. and the water's very cold, and we let him sit in there. He's shackled, and he can't get out of the bathtub, okay. and we let him sit in there for a few days for a second, Ooh. see what's going on, Ooh, and just let that skin just sit in the water. Ooh. And then, uh, don't worry, though, we're also feeding him a bunch of cured meats, sausages, everything. What? Because we want him to shit his brains out, and before long, this water is just shit and piss oh, and it's cold and he's sitting in it and then and then what you do is you release the mosquitoes the roaches oh. the lice oh, wow. all of the stuff That's in the room incredible. for wow. a few days and just let him the chaos person yeah you know you get the, you get the bugs wow. the bugs love feces a few fecal be oh. beetles will sit in that feces and just get in the water and then but before you know it, they I take mean, care of all the evidence but don't worry uh -oh. here, here at Zach's isolated bathhouse arena Macias does get to watch all this. We'll show her the highlights. She doesn't need to be there the whole time. Her, her mm -hmm. time is priceless. Right. Um, we'll show then. Uh, we don't kill him. Don't worry. We use that same bath water to waterboard him back to life. So oh. don't worry about that. We'll give him oh clean water God. after about a week, two weeks of that. And he can uh, just, you know, drown in his own feces and try it again. 
Holy oh shit. My God. You that guys is... have really outdone yourselves. That's really creative. These are that all really great gnarly. ideas. And I really, I don't know how to pick one. I'll give you my card. Okay. Just yeah, if you could give me your business card, yeah. that'd be great. Cause I'll send you I, a quote. <laughs> I would need a few days to mull this over. Yeah. You guys all That's really fair. make you, great businesses. Because we're fun. all cowards. We're the best torturers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, none of us it. did the torture themselves. Yeah. Well, getting back to uh, the real life event after this uh, really uh, awful understanding of how we would torture people. <laughs> we really we, took a dark turn, each of us. I we loved did. it. It was everything I hated in my example because I hate bugs. I hate water. Oh, yeah. I think it might be and like a, a deep and dive into our own personal fears. Yeah. Yeah. Fisting by timber <laughs> death by I'll make sure to not tell any of your enemies you don't like oh. to be fisted by timber oh but last we left off with robert hansen case girls were going missing left and right and most of these women uh, we didn't mention were sex workers or local topless dancers I did not know that and the now robert hansen 41 years old in alaska was embroiled in a new insurance fraud case of course here we go this is a lot of things we'll see other killers get involved in sometimes can't stay out of trouble has to be in it and this time he falsely reported a theft on his property and then used the money to open up what other than a fucking bakery the one thing he knows hence the nickname bob the baker oh my god that's where they this is the basis for bob's burgers right kind of absolutely around this time many 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 more women started to go missing Uh most being last seen in anchorage which you don't know is alaska's largest city Mm. which raised immense concerns for the local police and the state troopers Mm -hmm. at the same time robert purchased an airplane for a purpose we'll talk about in a moment but he suspiciously didn't get a pilot's license which is like fucking terrifying red flag number one yeah that's whack yeah so as the missing girl reports began to pile up, more bodies began to be found in the woods and trails in Anchorage, with off-duty officers next finding Sherry Moros near the Nick River. Yeah, and this is one of the, the second, third, fourth bodies they've actually found, and they're starting relating together. And on June 13th, 1983, Cindy Paulson, a potential victim, escaped and immediately went to the police. And after they calmed her down, she led police to house in the cabin that she'd identified as to where the sicko took her. That's and so scary having to go back. Yeah. I can only imagine. And then she took them to the airport and ID'd his fucking plane because she had escaped out of the plane, not like out in of the, the plane, Fortnite style, like parasuting. <laughs> she was, in, we the, the drop, she boys? was in the the car, or maybe the car to the plane. Yeah, but uh, while he was she, putting she was shit, to. he was loading things into the plane, and she's like, you she know knew what? what the plane looked like. I gotta go. This is my time. Yeah, she jumped off at uh. She ran. Loot Lake. Loot Lake. Yeah, yeah I was trying to think of one. Tomato Town. <laughs> oh, my God. The cops went back to the house to talk to Hanson about the allegations. Any any funny alligator jokes? No, I've got a really good mbop one now. Uh, okay. <laughs> he looked surprised, but cooperated fully. Wasn't guilty looking or anything. He told the police his family was away. And the night of the alleged attack, he was at a couple friends' house who completely backed his story when they were interviewed. And Hanson even agreed to letting the cops search his house, of which they found no evidence. But wouldn't a baker probably be really, really good with people anyway? So is is that weird that he would be seemingly uh, innocent when they came to argue with him anyway? Apparently he was pretty well respected in the community as like Hmm. a business. I mean, everyone needs bread. That's true. Be honest. Yeah. 
you can't survive that bread. Lemon tarts. He, he break baking them into the bread. Is that the twist at the end? Well, police knew that Paulson, the previous victim, had been in the house, but there was no evidence of foul play. And when it came to trusting her versus a respected local businessman, uh oh. And the fact that the victim refused a lie detector test because she already did not trust the system. Things did not work out very well for her. And they closed the case. And it was not until another body was found later that fall that the cops finally came to terms with the fact that they had a serial killer on their hands. And even one officer, Greg Baker, who refused to get up the case, was always suspicious of Hanson, but was basically told to leave the case alone that did not have enough leads to go uh, any way with the case. God. And, of course, he did not and decided to run some background checks only to discover Hansen had served some time in prison for arson and had been mentioned in a series of other crimes involving women. So the cop said, fuck the local department of which he worked at and yep. brought the info to the Alaska State Troopers who had been dealing with this whole dead women in the woods thing for quite some time. And the more they dug, the more they decided Hansen should be considered a suspect. And eventually, the case was reopened. It's like, you mean the guy that makes the bread? Yeah, right. I love that man. He makes the bread. So first things first, the police decided to talk to Hansen's alibis again. Of course, once they realized how serious the accusations were, they both crumbled. Did you make... Did you say crumbled on purpose? Because no, they were like bread. Crumble, yeah. They crumbled. <gasps> That's a funny really joke. I like that. Yeah. Oh, man. So they both said, no, he wasn't with us. Uh, the police did know that they were way in over their head because they didn't have, they hadn't worked on a serial killer case. So they reached out to the FBI. Smart. And this was one of the first cases that used behavior evaluation to help determine what type of person could commit these crimes. Interesting. Um, they had the help of the fame profiler, John Douglas. And this is the same guy that's uh, the basically the lead story for the Netflix show Mindhunter. Like cool. who they who they modeled this person really? after. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So he told the local cops that they were looking for an experienced hunter with low self esteem and a history of being rejected by the ladies, mm-hmm. and would likely keep tro- trophies of his victims. Ooh. Yeah. At this well, point, his house, right? Well, at this point, after learning about Hanson's leisure hunting activities, his shitty ass childhood, and his awkward social skills, the police and the FBI knew that. This was the guy. Hell yeah. With that, a massive 43-page search warrant was issued. My God. And the plan was to arrest Hansen from his bakery. And while interviewing him at the station, have his house and his airplane researched. This time, they knew they knew a little bit more of like what they were looking for. They mm-hmm. were looking for guns. They were looking for personal possessions of And you victims. know, he was a baker. They were looking for some fresh donuts. Oh, That's goodness. Right. I'm yeah. sure they came in on donut day. Yeah. Mm, bread. Mm-mm-mm. They were waiting. Bread. He, he like uh, showed up joke. late to work that day. They had been waiting there for like 30 really? minutes. Yeah. Ugh. Um, on October 27th, 1983, Robert Hansen was arrested and taken to the Anchorage Trooper Station where he was interviewed. So the, the FBI profiler had given uh, the troopers like pointers on how to conduct the interview. What questions mm-hmm. asked? Yeah. And he had them lay out all the victims like photos and like maps of where bodies have found like in the interrogation room cool. just to like elicit some sort of like response from Hansen. Yeah. Um, he apparently seemed more intrigued than worried. Oh, that's a good sign. So, a good liar. Yeah. 
While being interviewed, a police team searched the shit out of his house. Behind wood paneling, they found one of the victim's necklace. Yes. Ooh, Under the floorboards, a gun that matched the ballistics of two of the murders. In the attic, another gun. And they even found, this is creepy to me, they even what? found an aviation map of the region with 20 X's on it in various locations. Oh my god. Shit. Is he airdropping dead <laughs> <Right>. bodies? <laughs> no, uh, but he knows where they are. Yeah, And a couple of those X's match the sites of where some bodies had been found. Ooh. So they probably just didn't know where to dig. Now they did. That's just so crazy to me. Yeah. I can't imagine not having a pilot's license. Like I already sometimes... When I'll have like one or two beers and want to drive somewhere, I'm like, man, I need to, ooh, got my license out. Don't need to do anything weird. Just need to be on the wheel. Could you imagine not having a pilot's license and then also having like a prostitute that you've no shit. hooked in the back and yeah. you're like, well, it's like handcuffed. I'm just gonna, I got this. No worries. You're just gonna wing it. Yeah. Wing, wing it. it. Hey. We've all got them. That's fun. So back at the station, after hours of questioning, Hanson finally confessed. The evidence was all what there. Broke he, him? he really, it was, I mean, he really couldn't get away. Like, yeah. there was no way to lie out of no it. Shit on him. Um, he admitted that he would pick up girls. If they gave him oral, he would let them live. Wow. Ooh. If they didn't, he would make them strip at gunpoint, send them running so he could shoot them down like a oh, fucking shit. animal. Oh what God. kind of fucking behavior wow. is like the difference if someone doesn't give you oral, then you shoot them? I guess it's rejection probably on Probably the rejection on like one last chance to treat me right. And a lot of his behavior during this confession was pointed towards him blaming women, not taking any direct responsibility, because he obviously believed the women were in the wrong. And he tried at every step to justify his motives with some, I don't know, messed up version of vengeance on his childhood. He's a monster. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes he would even make them think they were getting away, but would find them again in the woods and shoot them. Damn. That is oh like God, that fucking short, short story. Uh, yeah. The movie or also yeah. just like the, you know, like the, the most dangerous game short story. Yeah. The Ugh. book with iced tea. And once they were dead, he would redress them to satisfy his need for control. Is there some Ugh. weird part of you that, that would like to believe he redressed them as like deer or something? Like then he would hunt them again? I don't know. What the? Probably not. I'm going to say probably not. I'm going to say no. Make a movie I out think of he that. had enough shit going on. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, on February 27th, 1984, Robert Hansen pled guilty to four murders and 13 others that they didn't even formally charge him with. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. We didn't even have you on that Can shit. Can you guess how many years he was sentenced to? Two. Two. 461 I, years. Oh, my oh fucking shit. God. So he's Plus life with no possibility of parole. Wonderful. Wait, 460 plus life? Yeah. Yeah, like, like he's never good now for, for real now. Apparently, he showed zero fucks and rem- no remorse for his disgusting crimes. And the summer after he was convicted, he helped the police locate eleven of the bodies of his victims. Ooh. Like any psychopath, given the opportunity. Oh yeah, it thrilled him. Yeah. And just to reiterate, seventeen of the murders were officially charged him with the potential of thirty other women that also went missing the same time frame. That couldn't be tied to him necessarily. And you'll see a lot of those cases where we cover something and you'll have a official count and then a potential count. Yeah. Which you just don't which you don't know, especially when they're dead at this point. Like yeah. there's a lot of families that are still wondering what happened to their children, which I is bet, so like, disgusting. Second serial killers feel really lucky that like fucking God, he got 
I got pinned with that one because yeah. oh, oh, yeah. yeah. someone else was so doing true. the same thing. Especially in the 70s. Yeah. I know. It was a hotbed for a bunch like, of uh, fucking murders. Like, Oof, must have been that crazy guy with the plane. Yeah. That put, oh, that yeah. baker's crazy. Oh, Oof. Man, that baker is really crazy. California had like three at one time in the 70s. Three bakers? Yeah. My dad crazy. actually delivered papers when that was happening. Really? He, with the Hillside Strangler, a bunch of those other people were out there. He was delivering papers. In like Ooh, that's the creepy. 4 a.m., 5 a.m. Nope. Yeah. But to this guy, what happened to this guy, Ash? So I'm happy to report that this sad sack of shit died at an Anchorage hospital on August 21st, 2014. Listen, shit. Unfortunately, it was due to natural causes as he was 75 years old. Um, I'm sure he's rotting in the depths of hell and Satan is hunting him down with a fucking hunting rifle over and over again. Ooh, catch Good for him. for him. Yeah. And if only I can even blame his child motivations and the fact that he didn't have a great adolescent period. But, I mean, how many other killers do we cover that have even worse things going on with uh, abuse? Yeah. Yeah. Or people that actually come out of abuse and do great things. I mean, so. that's, a, that's an explanation or, or like causation, but not excuse at yeah, all. It's, yeah, it should never be an excuse. And further, no one deserves to be harmed for anyone's insane, pedantic ideas of childhood revenge. Yeah. And with that, let's end Robert Hansen's story and point towards, once again, not getting in the car with any type of stranger. Nope. No matter your no profession. Plane. An obligatory reminder to be nice to anyone that may be down their luck just because you just never know what's going to happen with them. So even after talking about Robert Hansen, I think I, I don't know about you guys, I feel a little more energized after this episode, right? Yeah. yeah. I a little mean, bit more on edge. Well, yeah. I don't know about that because unlike the movie's main character and Robert Hansen, I don't think I'd be able to be ever clouded by that much rage to do any of this. No. Yeah, true. yeah. So, I mean, after this, I feel like I'm just kind of a different person as far as maybe normal. Yeah, I think you might yeah. be a you little know? normal. I mean, I think it's it's hard to be stuck in your own head and think about like your own shit. Like, fuck, I've got... I mean, everybody's got their own shit, but you when you look at some of these toys, you're like, all right, I'm, maybe I'm, I'm well, not doing all right. Yeah, I'm doing right. Well, with uh, that being said, does anybody have anything to add to the movie or the ratings before we jump into uh, the brisk of it? I'm excited to see who's doing next week's movie. Who's picking? Is it That Ash? would be me. Is it you? Oh, mm-hmm. nice. See us. You got one on the brain? I do. Okay, let's do the ratings because I want to hear it. Okay, so Sky was saying you select this movie. Who would you like to go first? Get Ash. Ash, I know you thought this movie was kind of long, but what, what else did you think about it? Oh, I loved it as the Korean John Wick. It was pretty great. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I loved all the blood. The action was fun. The creepy serial killers, the cannibalism. It was it was a great time. It was um, a fun movie. Like I said, it, it long. could have been a little bit shorter, but whatever. That's life. Um, I think this is more of a thriller action than like a horror. I could, I could see that. I could see where it can be in all genres like that so i'm gonna yeah. give it a 7.5 okay see us what you got okay um i liked this movie yeah it was really long but it was interesting it was a well-made movie and you know for horror yeah i think it's kind of more of a thriller but again it was just like a good quality movie yeah um i really love the main character uh, i love that he's i love because it's yeah it's like john wick yeah. you know he's driven by heartache and I love that the uh, father of the daughter just kind of let him go buck wild on it, even yeah. though he was a police chief. That yeah. was pretty fucking cool. I mean, and I, I loved the villain. He was he was so... You hated him. There was literally no redeeming factor about him. He was a huge piece of shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. Minsik did such a good job playing that character, too. Yeah, he did a really good job. And then I love how, like, you see the main character just become... I mean, he honestly becomes a monster. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, fuck, man. Like, he yeah. turned into a sick individual. 
Um, but it was great. Uh, I loved all the gore as well. I think that really is what made it horror. But I'm going to give it also a 7.5. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cap it off. I'd love to hear yours. You're going to cap it off. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, so like they were saying, it, it didn't seem like a, a horror movie to me necessarily, but when I watched the whole movie and looked back at it collectively, I did think it was a horror movie. So it was one of those things that once it got to the final end and saw where he ended up, yeah, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's that's pretty horrific. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the gore, the atmosphere, the dialogue, even through subtitles. Sometimes you can tell that with good casting and uh, good uh, writing that it can still be that really emotion, good. That yeah. emotion, you still get that. You even not even hearing yeah. the words, you yeah. still yeah. feel it. Um, but that said, I, I mean, I seeing the villain like I mentioned earlier so much and uh, with his actual personality kind of got a little repetitious with the catch and release catch and release catch and release yeah I think and they could have done without maybe one or two of those yeah mm-hmm. and it kind of devalued the scariness for the villain for me a lot where I kind of even maybe felt bad for him Same. for a second what? which is a feeling I that too. I, well, I think that's I think that's no, what you're that just a human I think that may be feeling. something that they're trying to put across there because yeah. the, the turn of the tables of yeah the main character becoming the villain and and so, being a little bit too, uh, enjoying it a little bit too much. Like the the cannibal says that he's the monster now and he's enjoying what you enjoy, the catch and release. Right. Which yeah. is unusual for horror movies because you don't usually have that table flip and then get yeah. to see that element much uh, much less just carried out, if yeah. you will. So I'm going to give this movie a 216 and 300, which is 70%. Okay. okay. I, I, I enjoyed it. It was higher than... Um, audition that you had and higher than uh, the host because I okay. actually think this movie was, m- well, not more horrific than the audition, but I think... It's more gory, I think. It's yeah, more gory definitely. and a lot more action than audition, so I enjoyed it a lot more Yeah, now. I like this one better you know? than yeah. one. It's easier to fear something that is more realistic than something like a yeah. silly fish monster, even yeah. though it is pretty scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is fun. I love the movie, too. But, yeah, that's a good know. movie, still. Yeah. I guess I'm diving into mine because I'm, I'm just can't stop talking about this movie. I'm sorry for interrupting your guys. Well, no, things. I mean, you obviously love it. Yeah, I love it so much. This is honestly like one of my top 10 movies, maybe even top five. Nice. I mean, like I said before in the previous episode, uh, Korean revenge films or revenge films in general, but the specifically Korean revenge films, because that's a big genre in yeah. Korea. is something that I can get into so much. And I don't know what, maybe I'm fucked up in some way, but like <laughs> revenge films is so, uh, I think it's just being like such a like, passive and like nice person or like forgiving person like just seeing someone like have enough and then go buck wild oh yeah oh fuck like having a long day at work and just be like that would be nice like just to to go no paul no paul i will not copy and paste that for you no how about this how about you come to my torture room (laughs) yeah (laughs) but (laughs) going more into this movie i obviously love it the the characters and the dialogue in this movie and the uh, in-depth look in the characters' minds is a big thing that I, I get into, where you can kind of see where both characters are coming from instead of a, just an ominous villain who um, can do anything and can beat anything like this unbeatable like Jason or Freddy, where it is a fight that you could win, but also you could lose. Um, but again, the development of the characters and how they both changed the movie and switched roles and also how well they played those roles as a very believable, you know, uh, mourning husband and a uh, killer turned victim trying to run from his life, but also still trying to maintain his mentality mentality that he's a badass mm-hmm. while losing that power at the same time, just trying to grasp onto that. All I'm rambling, but I love this movie obviously so much. I'm going to yeah. give it a 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. Oh, okay. Right on. Yeah. Like it. 9 out of 10. So with 9 out of 10, we've given this a 78%. That's yeah. good. Which I think is the highest rate movie we've done for you so far. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'll take I it. I'm, so. I'm getting better and better. 
Yeah. And it's right around you, where... Uh, but we just, you know, we start getting different concept, different movies we haven't seen before. Yeah. And that's our score is right around where the critic review is around 80%. Yeah. So usual. it actually usually, usually works Yeah, we're pretty good. We're is. pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. And next week is Macias' Choice. I'm excited. Last time you went on a wild guess and chose Veronica. I did. Um, are you doing the same thing? Are we doing Veronica I missed too? that one. I wanted to... I am going to do the complete opposite and do one that anyway. I think everybody has seen. Okay. But I love it. And it's a good time. It's a movie called From Dusk Till Dawn. Oh. That is such Fuck a yes. fucking good I movie. Know. I love that, that movie. That movie is good. I'm going to pick one that let's I know just that do I our, Let's just do our ratings now. Yeah, let's just oh do my it. God, I 10 know. out of Soft, 10. I cannot that wait. One Give me that Selma Hayek yeah. foot scene. Oh. I cannot wait to dive into the, too behind the scenes on this stuff. There's a lot. Oh, it's yeah. a lot. That's All like right, a next, collaboration. Next episode, I want you to give me the pussy cool. dialogue. Macias, I want you to... Oh, okay. Yeah, I will... I'm sure will, you got it right now, but next week, I just want to hear you. Yeah, <laughs> I'll rattle it back off. That'll be the opening. Speech. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, if you haven't seen Wrestled On, please see it. On, I think it's on Netflix right now. It's, it is uh, Netflix. It's I watched George it a couple weeks ago. Clooney in a horror movie. Quentin it's Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. Harvey Keitel. Juliette Lewis. Oh, It's just like everybody... And it's zombies, it's vampires, it's just fucking Mexican fun. Yeah, oh, so yeah. you can't it's really get it. It is great. I don't know. George Clooney in a horror is so he's good. So cute. He's a silver fox. And he oh, looks yeah. good in that movie he looks, too. Yeah, he looks I think that, that's like Some movies where I'm like, I can't movies. see it. I don't even remember. Young Clooney, I can see. Yeah, like I can. I'm vibing it. I'm vibing oh, yeah. it. Oh, he's a fox. Yeah. I'm still vibing it. I'm not vibing it. And as always, thanks for listening. You can find all of our podcasts on every podcast platform and contact us at hornyhorror at gmail.com to submit any quadrant of inquiry questions, movie suggestions, or just plain creepy stories. And you can always find all our faces on all of our uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. See our furry pictures. See yeah. our furry pictures we posted up, and uh, we love hearing from you guys. It's uh, it's actually been a pretty international affair lately, where we've been getting a lot of different views from a lot of different countries, not just the United States. And we're happy to have you. See something like uh, our episodes being downloaded in Sweden, Australia, and um, other Good countries, day, Germany, UK. It's actually really really cool. I know UK is not a country; it's a region, but you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. that area. So we will see you next week. Before we do, does anybody have any lasting statements to leave upon our listeners? I got fleas from Furry Week in Atlanta. I don't know which one of you furry motherfuckers I touched got it to me. But just get the trifecta with the, you know the flea control, the heartworm control. I've been wearing my stuff. flea collar. It's just still not. Oh, man. Well, the flea collar is paper. I'm gonna get one of them dragon dildos. Yeah. Mm-hmm.